0: Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. Then one day, I took a step, not a hundred steps, just one step in the direction of my dreams. And things began to change. I'm determined to become the best version of me. I have committed the rest of my life on this big blue rock, partnering with people who want to do the same. Today, we're going to dive into the idea of awareness. Now first, let me say this. I spent the first half of my life very unaware, so I should give you all hope. But what I've learned in these last five years is that what you become aware of, you can fix. Now that should make us all feel better. I was stuck in the comfort zone or status quo for the first half of my life. I was average in, in many areas of my life and below average in more areas of my life. And there's truly one reason and one reason only that I was not aware of at the time. My own limiting beliefs were actually holding me back. It wasn't my circumstances my bank account, you know, what college I went to, my grades, it wasn't my friends, my zip code, my the family that I was raised in. It, it was my belief. My belief was driving my behavior. Now I had never heard that before until I moved into this growth environment and and my mentor spoke truth. Into the one of the first calls I was ever on with him, Paul Martinelli, he said, your belief drives your behavior. And it was like my life flashed before my eyes. I was just shaking my head. I've often asked myself, you know, growing up and, and even through high school, college, and, and even in my early married life, like, I wonder if this is it. Is there more to life than this? And then I jumped. And when I say jumped, I mean, I'm talking afraid, jumped, having no clue what I was doing, and I jumped. I had to borrow the money to invest in me. I even had to borrow the belief because, honestly, I did not have it at that time. And, and when I went to the certification, my first training certification, I even had to borrow a car. So there you have it. There's the truth. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we look at other people and their situations and we think, oh, you know, if I had that or if I was in their shoes, then I could blah, blah, blah. Well, trust me, we all are, are doing the best we can do and we all make messes. So again, let me encourage you. But for the first time when I when I decided to make this move, I didn't survey 100 of my closest friends and family. You know, I. I just knew it was a step in the right direction, and for the last five years, I have been immersed in this growth environment. I mean, I am drinking from the fire hose. i have I have seven mentors. It's like one for every day of the week and I and recently, I just added a health coach and it, it's so amazing. in the last three weeks, I've lost seven pounds. Now, y'all, I have not lost seven pounds in the last seven years so so what does this all mean for you? I just I just want to encourage you. I mean, I have made so many messes in my life. And I got an early start at it, too. I can remember in elementary school. Now as I look back, my limiting beliefs, they they began way before the age of 10. Just recently, um this weekend I was sitting under the teaching of Dr. Bruce Lipton who wrote The Biology of Belief and he was he shared that, you know, our our personhood, <laughs> who we are, is pretty much established by age seven. <laughs> it's like, wow. I was introduced to alcohol in seventh grade. I began to seek attention any way that I could. And, and I'm not getting into that today because... Honestly, we don't have enough time, so that'll be another time. We'll tune in in another podcast for that. But let's just say I looked older than I was. I was insecure, and I thought somehow being in a relationship with a guy would make me happy. But I was still unaware of what was driving my behavior. I stumbled through school and college, digging a deeper hole for myself. The weight of shame and guilt began to hack into my joy, but my face never showed it. I mean, I was basically living two lives. So this this pattern continued for years. I was unaware. I got married, had two amazing boys, and, and I even parented out of fear and control. All I, all I was aware of was that I did not want my children to grow up with limiting beliefs that had shaped so many of my choices. I chased after business, after business, after business. I had a little success here and there. But I had a serious case of, sh- of chasing shiny objects. And I woke up in ICU, you know, it was about seven, it's been about seven years. And, and I'll tell you, waking up in ICU to discover, you know, that you had a heart attack, that, that will cause you to kind of hit the pause button. And so I hit the pause button and I began to ask my questions. I just kind of slowed everything down. And maybe there's some of you listening to the, to the sound of my voice, and listen to this podcast. And maybe you just need to pause. Maybe you just need to slow down and begin to ask yourself those questions that you have not been wanting to ask yourself. What is driving your behavior? My journey over this past five years has has literally changed every area of my life. I mean, I used to try to control things that I feared. I feared other people's opinions. I, f- I feared ideas and people that were different from me. Now, let's don't get confused. I wasn't, I wasn't prejudiced against other, you know, nationalities or other types of people. I truly have a, a very compassionate part of my heart, and I love to to help people. But if ideas were foreign to me, or I did not know enough about them, I feared them, and I would box them up, and I would control, you know. My, my kids from being exposed to it or even my own mind from thinking into it. I feared people knowing my truth. The mask and the armor that I wore began to to really get heavy. I mean you carry that stuff around for you know half your life and it begins to get carry. It it begins to get really heavy. And so in August of 2015 at a worship service in the World Marriott with the John Maxwell team, I finally started to see I had this clarity. It was at that time I began to be very intentional with my gratitude and began to write down daily gratitude. And I have been doing that since 2015. And I can say, and I've said this before on these podcasts, and I will say it again and again. I will never not say it. That one practice has replaced the shame and guilt. As I mentioned two just two days ago, I was sitting in a training with the executive directors of our team, and dr bruce lipton was was teaching It was way over my head. Trust me. it's on the biology of belief, and he said something that I'll never forget and and I was very aware when he said it i could I could sense just this heaviness just departing from 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 my from my heart, my soul. He said, when we parent from awareness or when we lead others, you know, from awareness, whatever it is that you do, he said, there is no guilt, only change. So no more beating myself up over decisions and how I parented and where I failed. Today, I'm moving forward. I'm intentionally growing myself and I ask and." And I have to answer the hard questions. My creator did not screw up with me. And guess what? He didn't screw up with you either. We're all created in his image. But it's not just knowing that, that that's a fact. We must believe it. And y'all, I sat in church all my life thinking that I was not enough, thinking something was wrong with me, thinking that all the choices I had made up to this point had defined me and had kind of written out my my his my history and my destiny and that I was just gonna have to just be stuck here forever. I mean I had this little glimpse of hope. I never lost hope. But knowing knowing that and believing it was was two different things. So I want to encourage you. If I can get from where I was to where I am now now don't, don't start thinking, I think I've got it all together, because trust me, I am making messes every day. But y'all, we're we're all in this together, and we're all so much more alike than we are different. You know, we we have to encourage others and serve others and, and add value to all we meet. If we help enough people get what they want, Zig Ziglar said, we will have what we want. We need to love our neighbor, <laughs> love our our families, our children. Our spouses, ourselves. Yes, love the, the people that look like us and the ones that don't. We need to be better, so our families will become better, and our communities will become better, and the world will become better. The world needs us at our best. So, Some, sometime in the next twenty four hours, I would encourage you. This is your action step. I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. How how are you doing? What belief is driving your behavior? How aware are you? Now, I'm going to be honest. You know, if if you looked at my, you know, GPAs and and my test scores throughout the years, I'm, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. But you know what? It's not about that. It's about those of us that are crazy enough to believe that we can change the world. We're the ones that are changing the world i got to tell you all this before we go, but I witnessed transformation around a table this weekend. We sat around a table um, in an interactive assessment, and we were asking and answering very tough questions, and one participant had just been discharged from the hospital, actually drove from the hospital to this event, missed the first day of training, almost didn't show up that night, but he walked in. He came in so transparent so broken and total strangers from around the world reached across that table and embraced him. And he left a changed man. So just start where you are. Just start. Is there more for you? Feel free to contact me, you know, on on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, (laughs) just contact me. If you feel like there's more for your life and remember Gritty is the new pretty. Write down your daily gratitude. G is for that gratitude and gritty. Up level your resilience. If you can look up, you can grit up. Inspire others. Think for yourself. Toughen up. And you do you. You are enough. Simon Sinek. It says, never let reality interfere with your dreams because the reality can't see what you see. (laughs) And if you could see what God sees in you, you would never doubt who you are and that you are enough. So hold your gritty image and I'll see you next week.